listening to the Crossome Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode number 30. Holy moly. We're three Ty Dillingers right now. 30 <laughs> of Crossum Wrestling Entertainment. Yes, folks, CWE back at you with another Sunday morning episode to cover all things all elite. Joining me today, as always, is my good friend Tyler Barr. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? Good. How were you, Mr. Cross? I'm good. You know, I've been using all of my free time watching Survivor. So, Oh, you're welcome. All right. No, I I, I actually hate you. You don't hate me because you love it. Like I always said you would. For all of those of you who may be wondering what we're talking about, I've been the only one in our friend circle who has watched Survivor for the last five years, and no one would ever watch it with me. Literally. First I got Courtney. for five years. Mm -hmm. First I I got Courtney. I've said no. Then I got you. And now I got Drew. You're all suckers. <laughs> we're, we're, well, no, we're sucked in is what we are to this yeah. freaking show. Well, maybe we'll start a Survivor podcast. <laughs> I was going to say a Survivor rewatch podcast might be fun. I love I'd be I always blow up your phone with, with Survivor. <laughs> like, I love analysis. it when you text me something that I know uh, is going to just blow up two in like two episodes. You're like, wow, they're doing so good. And then two ex- episodes later, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's Survivor for you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so who knows? Maybe there's a Survivor rewatch. Honestly, if, we're gonna, if we if we would do that, we should. I should stop watching so that way you I could have so like a planet. I could have a genuine reaction, and you could have the. But you got to finish this season, but yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, um, I, I'm not stopping. All right. So anyway, uh, as you always know, we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube at Bard Cross Entertainment, Twitch at TBard5195, and you can find us anywhere on your favorite podcast platform. And a quick reminder, as we always like to say, please remember we are not a market substitute for AW's Dynamite. Please go watch Dynamite live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the TNT Network. You won't regret it. It is so great. And. With that being said, we have some very big news. Tyler, let you take it. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Could you believe it? Paul White, formerly known as The Big Show, is hashtag all elite. Now, let me just paint you all a pretty picture really quick. I was working in the meat department at my job, uh, and I have to wear these gloves that I hate to take off to do anything. And all of a sudden, my phone would not stop buzzing in my pocket. And I'm like, what the? It's got to be something important or just everyone needs me all at the same time. So I got a text from, uh, I believe, Dylan, Kyle, and Noah, and they were blowing my phone up. And I was like, fine. So I take it off and I look down and this is the picture that greets me. And I was like, shut up. That's not real. That's not real. Whatever that is, it's not real. So I go and I search it up immediately and boom, Paul White is all elite. And you know what I said, Noah, uh, to my buddy, Eric, who's also he's a, he's kind of a wrestling fan. He watches it when I tell him to watch it. He's like, oh, what, is there anything big happening? I'll watch it if that happens. I'm like, sure. Um, I showed him that and he goes, what what do you think happened? Why? Why do you think he he's one of the most loyal WWE soldiers you could ever want. One of the best guys. He's at every PR. He did everything for Vince McMahon. And you know what I said? I said because of the way he was treated at WWE Legends Night, he probably said, you know what? If this is how they're going to use me, why not go somewhere where I'm going to be respected a little bit more? And you know what happened about two hours later, Noah? 
the reason for him leaving came out and it was because of the way he was treated at WWE legends night on Monday night raw. That wasn't the only reason, but that was the last straw. So Vince McMahon, thank you for releasing the biggest athlete in professional sports history right now to come over to wrestle and commentate on AEW wrestling. Couldn't be more excited to see something like this in my feed. Uh, and as you know, Noah, Big Show, one of my absolute favorite wrestlers of all time. And one of the favorite wrestlers of Mr. Marco Stunt you see here in this picture. Uh, big reason Marco Stunt is a wrestler is because of Big Show. Make that make sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, very excited. I don't know if you are at the same level of excited as I am, but man, this is massive. No pun intended. Yes, I'm uh, definitely excited in the sense that it's something different, something new, and we're going to see a little bit of a shakeup, obviously, in the wrestling world with Big Show joining. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Paul White joining AEW. Sure. Um, he, he came up with a name. I can't remember what it is. I'll, when, when yeah. we, I'll look it up while we're doing this. The Show Big. Okay. Um, <laughs> or the Big Big Show. They already own that. So they could just use that. That's already owned by TNT. Or the Go, Go Big. Go Big. That's it. Anyway. Uh, so yes, Paul White is on all elite now. Uh, I can't say I'm as excited as Tyler, but, um, it is exciting just to see something different happening and he's going to wrestle. So it's not like he's just coming back to talk or to right. do a he has a wrestling license in AEW, So he will he's be in the ring. He's gonna wrestle. So, I'm so excited. Like, I there we go. It's, it's five years in the making. This man is wrestling shack. It's coming <laughs> again. What do you mean again? Didn't they wrestle WrestleMania for two? They were supposed to. But then WWE said, Shaq, you're too fat. We're uninviting you. Uh, that's right. And, that's and right. the match never happened. And then they met in the inside the uh, uh, Andre the Giant over the top rope Memorial Battle that's, Royal. Okay, that's what I remember. That's what. Um, I remember. And that, that's it. That's the only time they ever got their hands on each other. Um, mm. So five years in the making. Let's see. Mark well, my words. At we all know, in. It's coming. We know what's we know what's coming up with Cody and Shaq. Oh sure. So, so maybe we get a little bit of interference. Right, interference from the show who's big? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho. We got some content to talk to about, buddy. The wrestling here, folks, as we got a oh, this absolute barn burner of an opening contest here. <laughs> Listen, it was a good match. With John Moxley decimating the Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth ahead of his exploding barbed wire death match against Kenny Omega. Still don't know what that entails. At good. Revolution. John Moxley kicked off Wednesday's show with a match against the Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler's brother. A brutal uh, a brutal, a brutal knife-edge chop, joint manipulation, and a picture-perfect paradigm shift earned Moxley a quick win. Th that was the entire match, folks. Yeah, no, it did not last long at all. Moxley, the, the point of this match was the, the promo. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, after the match, Mox addressed the AEW uh, fans, asking them what images come to mind when they think of exploding barbed wire death match okay yeah well moxley to be completely frank, i don't know moxley i got no clue yeah absolutely nothing he referred to himself as an addict almost seething as he said battling and living close to flame is a fleeing he cannot get enough feeling he cannot get feeling. enough of there you go Ooh, okay all right fire it's too attractive it pulls me in. I can't resist it, he said. Even if it is a trap by Omega and his boys. You will know. When it's all said and done, I gave you everything I had. He said in reference to those who have been behind him from the start. Wow. 
Wow. Is Moxley going to light Kenny Omega on fire? That might be one of the best promos Moxley has ever cut. And absolutely, he is going to light someone on fire. <laughs> um, his baseball barbed wire bat will be lit on fire. Um, okay. There is going to be a lot of fire. I imagine a lot of pyro, a lot of fireworks. Uh, this match is going to be like 45 minutes long. Yeah, I don't um, know who approved, who approved this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, listen, we're not going to talk fully about that uh, uh, revolution tonight because, dear God, uh, that lineup is insane. I think I have it here. Uh, well, how many matches? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and potentially a ninth lined up already. And we're a week and a half out. Uh, so, and we're still trying to figure out who are going to be the last two people in that ladder match. We got that answered. Uh, one of those answers, uh, tonight, we'll get to that in a little bit. Maybe, maybe Paul White. No. Okay. You were very quick to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's put big show in a ladder match. Good. Yeah. That's, He's not that a big show so anymore. Well. Don't it goes say so that. well for him. He'll need his own ladder and then he'll still break it. Yeah, I don't know. Good times. Anyway, um, so <laughs> oh, WWE gimmicks. <laughs> very nice promo there by Moxley oh, yeah. leading into an intense battle that he will have with Kenny Omega. So I'm excited to see what comes out of that, as I know you guys are. And with that being said, speaking of excitement, another angle here where we saw mm-hmm. Team Taz versus the Bar City Blondes. Tyler, please take it away. Two of my favorite teams right now in AEW, especially the Varsity Blondes. I think I'm going to have to get a T-shirt for them because I've been hyping them up like crazy. We, of course, had Team Taz with Ricky Starks and Brian Cage taking on the Varsity Blondes. Uh, Brian Cage last week had attacked Sting, leaving him lying with a powerbomb a week ago. This week sought to build more momentum heading into their upcoming street fight with the icon and TNT champion Darby Allen as they battled the Varsity Blondes, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. The heels overcame an early spark of energy by the babyfaces, downing Pillman and working him over during the commercial break. Tony Schiavone, however, warned on commentary that Sting was indeed in the building and ready to avenge last week's beating while Starks continued to take the fight to his second generation opponent. Pillman managed, however, to create just enough separation to make the tag to Garrison, who exploded into the ring with a flurry of offense that included a plancha to Cage and a dropkick powerbomb combination with Pillman to Starks. Starks would cut off their momentum with a spear to Garrison, and Cage ultimately finished Pillman off with a discus lariat. Damn, though. Oof. That discus lariat hit flush. After the match, a video vignette would air, in which Sting retrieved Allen from the body bag in a desert, where the lights would then go out, and Sting would appear, producing a body bag of his own, containing no one else than Taz's son, Hook. Allen descended into the ring from the rafters in Sting slash Shawn Michaels-esque entrance and would begin attacking Starks. Sting teed off on Cage and dropped him with a scorpion death drop to end the segment. Oh my God. That segment, the match itself was okay. I would even give mm-hmm. the match itself a B. Like it, They actually did a very good job, even though we all knew what this was leading up to. Uh, I was very happy with what happened after the match. The fact that they had Hook, who I think is 18, inside of a body bag being dragged across the ramp. Uh, just incredible, incredible storytelling by these guys. Uh, and I am so, so excited to see what happens next week. Because I, like I said, I still think someone's getting involved in this because the numbers are not even yet. And we could see someone get involved on their behalf. 
Okay. Maybe someone jump ship. Oh Lord, that would be wild. What do you think yes, of Will Hobbs? Um, I, mean, I don't know about Will Hobbs, but who knows? Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this match goes. It's been a build up and a half over the last few weeks uh, with Sting returning and then Sting maybe aligning with Darby and then Sting finally aligning with Darby. And now Sting finally gets into some action here as yeah. we get to see him do a Stinger Splash that looked pretty freaking flush. We got to yeah. see him do a uh, Stinger Death Drop, which looked pretty freaking flush. And I'm very excited to see Sting wrestle now. I mean, he, he looked pretty good in, in these little moves, you know, little couple things he did here. Sure, it was just a couple yeah, can do a spotty, few spots and that's spotty finishing moves. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's it. That's all we're asking for. Let Darby <laughs> get, get put in the body bag and tossed around the arena, drag behind a car, and, you know, whatever else. Um, Sting, you just, you just do what you got to do. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see where that goes. And uh, who knows? Maybe Sting and Darby maybe win this match at the at revolution and get some type of championship match down the road. Oh, that's absolutely happening. So get some gold around the waist of the stinger. And okay. Can I just say, imagine being Darby. Oh my God. How cool. Like seriously. He imagine, must, every time he sta- just stands like next to sting, he must be like, yeah, literally that would be me. That, <laughs> that would be me. Like imagine being Darby <laughs> Allen and they're like, yeah, you're going to team up with sting for like the next month and a half. It's like, <laughs> what? like that sounds amazing. Yeah, absolutely, um, it does. It's like the story that Cody told when he was in the in the Royal Rumble with the Undertaker. Yeah, and then oh yeah, just yeah. so excited because you're yes. standing next to just like a mm-hmm. god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Undertaker uh, told him to kick him, and he was just like, <gasps> <laughs> "Really? Oh my god, kick me! Oh my god!" Yeah, that's a great story. If you haven't watched that, please go watch that. Yes, please. Co- go watch Cody that. talking about his Rumble moment with uh, Undertaker. Incredible stuff. Getting put over by the Undertaker when you're like 22 years Imagine. old. Imagine. <laughs> oh, incredible, crazy. incredible stuff coming out of there. Uh, yes. Yeah, and speaking of incredible stuff, we're going to continue the incredible action here on AW Dynamite's show where we got to see Jake Hager take on Brandon Cutler. The Inner Circle's Jake Hader, Hager returned to the Squared Circle this week, battling Brandon Cutler. Hager Cutler earned a mostly uncontested victory. Uh, it was what came after that that really mattered the most after the match santana ortiz and wardlow hit the ring and beat down cutler in an apparent message to the young bucks matt and nick jackson hit the ring quickly cleaning the heels out of the squared circle and calling out chris jericho and mjf ahead of their showdown at revolution jericho and mjf however appeared on the video screen with the bucks father papa buck who was bleeding from his forehead they cut a quick promo on the tag team champions before throwing Papa Buck into the ring truck or the ambulance. Um, his no, blood no, it was the ring truck. It the was ring like truck? the it was like the gear truck. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yes, understood. Um, his blood smearing on his son's picture or the production truck. That's what I was thinking. Right. I'm sorry. And then, well, later in the episode, they showed the him getting into the ambulance. That's where I got confused. Yes. Um, so, and then the Young Bucks were actually, they went to run after MJF and Jericho, obviously, but Jericho yes. and MJF hop into a vehicle and sped off. Made an escape in their Escalade. Oh, boy. This is holy this, cow that got personal. This is dirty. like Randy Orton, John Cena personal level right now. Uh, insanity. I am so, this honestly, I, I'm not just blowing smoke up your butt, Noah. This could absolutely be match of the night at the pay-per-view. Um, I think this could absolutely tear the house down with the Bucks and MJF and Chris Jericho. Eh, I, don't, I don't know if it'll be match of the night. I think it'll be great. 
I don't know if it's going to be match of the night. Well, the, um, Kenny, Kenny and John have to be perfect for theirs to be match of the night. There's so much that can go wrong in that match. I agree. I think it could be, though. Um, I think the latter match might steal the show. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to the could predictions be. and could stuff be. like that. Next um, week. Next week. Yes, it's going to be a great time. But uh, I enjoyed this segment. I'm looking forward to the absolute bloodbath that's going to be this match now. I mean, they're beefing hard now, right? I mean, they yeah. went after Papa Buck, so the Young Bucks are pissed. They're going to go in there, guns and blaze, and ready to kick just ass. go after him. They bloodied him. Yeah, yeah. They ripped his forehead over. So the Young Bucks are going to be taking no names. They're taking no names. They don't care. They're just going to kick ass. No names. We have plenty of bubble gum. We're oh, just yes. taking names. <laughs> there enough so looking forward to that storyline continuing and speaking of things we always look forward to each and every week clovercrest media has a slew of amazing podcasts you can forward to and see which ones you like in these quick ads when i was 12 years old i became a jack nicholson super fan this happened almost overnight on an evening in february 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard. One day. I will get it right one day. Hey, remember how many times you used to do the messages for, the, uh, for your voicemail? It goes something like this. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for locking into another episode of I'll Piss You Off Shortly. <laughs> this is the podcast where we debate everyday issues pushing your thought process beyond what's normal. The topics discussed here are meant to be intense, promote growth, and at times may have you feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Me too, a little bit. We may not always agree, and we will more than likely have varied opinions. But with that being said, I can't promise to be your favorite podcaster. Neither do I want to. But I can promise to be transparent, fair, and open-minded. So please, if you think you've got the stamina, passion to debate, analyze, and challenge the normal, please take a number. I promise you, I'll piss you off shortly. Let's go! Let's go! What a dive! Hell yes. Gotta end on a high note. That was awesome. Oh my god. I love it, Noah. I just love it. And as and speaking of things we love, make sure you check out all those other podcasts here on the Clover Crest Media Network. And today, if you're not doing anything around two o'clock, I'm gonna be streaming on Twitch with Ray Bay Cosplay. If you haven't met Ray Bay Cosplay, you're going to want to come by and join this stream. We're going to be playing the game you saw there in that ad called Fall Guys. Twitch.tv backslash tbard5195. Hopefully we'll see you there. I might pop in and say hello. Just might? Why? Just, you busy with Survivor? Just obviously. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With I that it, being Noah. said, please keep in mind that we are not a market substitute for AW's Dynamite. No, please go watch Dynamite live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the TNT Network. You won't regret it. Tyler, right. 
want to take us away for this match here we saw hangman page take on isaiah cassidy oh why not i don't see why i couldn't do that mr cross a week after suffering a beatdown by private parties isaiah cassidy and a setup perpetrated by matt hardy hangman page battled cassidy in singles competition big money matt hardy and the hybrid two were watching from ringside uh, Page dominated the action early and often, overpowering and punishing Cassidy in and out of the ring. When Hardy got involved and shoved Page shoulder first into the steel post, the Dark Order would hit the ring, imploring referee Aubrey Edwards to toss Matt from ringside. She did, do, she did do that, but not before Cassidy began working on the injured shoulder of his opponent ahead of the break. Page would rock Cassidy and follow up with a mid-air Death Valley driver. Cassidy answered with a reverse Rana, but Page fought back and delivered the Deadeye for a hard-fought victory. Hardy would then cut a promo after the match, vowing to hurt every member of the Dark Order, and he began with Allen Five Angels, sending him hurtling off the stage, front-flipping and landing on the table, crashing through it at ringside. Man, this night has been full of really incredible action, and this match was it just met it too and it has been a constant theme of the episode of just high energy fast moving cohesiveness which honestly if i were to dig aew for one moment cohesiveness is a word that they should probably uh focus in on a little bit because it feels like if you when you watch it live sometimes it feels a little bit uh like paper mache like it it's kind of fallen apart a little bit and the commentary doesn't know exactly where they're going this episode was so clean, mm. super, super clean on all aspects. All the spots were great. Uh, I, I just I absolutely loved this moment with Alan flying over the top and through that table. What a landing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, flush right in the middle of the table. And of course, everyone went down to check him. And it just furthers the storyline of Hangman. I think it's time. It might be. It might be time. Time is it time for Hangman Page to join the Dark Order? I think we might be coming to that. So we will see. So I where... want to bad because Johnny Hungy. Oh Lord! All right. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, how dare you? Let's hop into some women's action here, as we got to see the Ooh. one and only Doctor Britt Baker DMD take again. On. Hold on, one second. Incredible match, Nyla Rose. I wasn't happy. Well, of course you weren't, but it was a great match. I was, but I still not happy. The Women's World Title Limited Tournament continued Wednesday with a semifinal round match where Dr. Breaker took on Nyla Rose. Frustrated early after being overpowered and outclassed by the native beast, Baker made her way to the crowd where she threw a tantrum before returning to the ring and eating... Uh, a Samoan drop by her seemingly unstoppable opponent. Rose continued to dominate the competition, kicking away at her. The fight spilled to the floor, where Baker suckered her opponent in and sorry, sucked her opponent in and drove her shoulder first into the ring post. The good doctor worked over the opponent's injured limb throughout the break. Genius, because Baker's so smart. <laughs> As Rose fought back, Rebel attempted to interfere on behalf of Baker, but ate a big shot to the face as a result. Rose delivered a netbreaker, but Baker uh, and set up for a powerbomb. Baker fought out and retrieved a glove from Rebel to deliver her patented submission maneuver, the lockjaw. Which I don't. Why did she start using the glove? Because oh. I thought. That, okay, I was gonna say because like that's fairly new, and I was kind of like, 
because she, she needs to keep it in her tights. I know that's gross, but she needs to keep it in her tights. Having Rebel the down we... there is just not great. All right, I, I guess. Uh, Rose knocked Rebel into the corner and delivered a summer, uh, Somerset cannonball, which like, yeah. looked like she died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she attempted this uh, same to the dentist, but the heel sent her into the exposed turnbuckle. She failed to apply the lockjaw as Rose powered out of it. Yeah. A super kick by Baker and a crucifix bomb followed before again attempting the lockjaw. Rose again escaped and delivered a beast bomb for two. Baker tried another super kick, but Rose ducked and delivered a second beast bomb for the pinfall victory. Boo. Dude, can I just say, I'm glad they didn't end it on that first beast bomb because that first beast bomb was off balance. Mm -hmm. So it didn't connect all the way. So for them for, to... to I'm hoping it was ring awareness and that they were, they were aware, aware enough that that didn't look clean that Brit baked out, uh, Brit baked out, Brit broke out and, uh, went for another super kick. And then the second one was damn clean. Oh, yeah. It was an incredible beast bomb. Uh, I, I don't know about, you Noah, but when I was watching this live, my jaw hit the floor. I could not believe that Nyla Rose knocked out Britt Baker out of this tournament. There was not a, there might've been a few, but there were barely any people who were picking Nyla Rose for this match. Don't want to take anything away from Nyla Rose. I think she has proven that she belongs in this division and has been doing a great job working up her heel work. Very excited to see what uh, the future holds for Nyla Rose. Do I think she gets through the winner of the next round? Oh boy. I mean, it's going to be either um, Thunder Rosa or Rio. Uh, so she has to get through them and then face the winner of the finals on the Jap Japanese uh, side of the bracket, who I haven't been following as close. We'll have the updates for that next week. Um, but man, holy cow, this is going to be uh, quite a tournament. And if, if, if she gets to meet up against Rio, uh, that's the rematch she's wanted. Uh, because remember, Riho defeated Nyla Rose for the title uh, to start off this this belt. So that could be what they're working towards. Mm -hmm. uh, so very excited. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, breaking out of the lockjaw twice. Oh, my God. It, maybe it's just because it's like the master lock on Bobby Lashley. And Nyla is just such a massive competitor that it's going to be hard to put that in. And the day that it finally gets put in is going to be a huge day for Britt Baker. Maybe this sets up a big rivalry. Uh, oh, man. I, I just loved it. Another incredible. This this night has been so good. Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. It was a great match. Uh, I liked the match. Like It was good. They wrestled hard. They fought hard. They did a good job. I just didn't enjoy Britt Baker losing. Uh, I was right. hoping that this would be her moment, uh, but it wasn't. But as you said, it could lead to something down the road where Baker finally does apply that lockjaw, and it works, right? Yeah. So that would be that would be incredible to see this. Th these two go. They did. They had a great match. And uh, I just want to point out too, we have friends from Twitch commenting in, Mister Steal Your Dad, another streamer who is a friend of mine. Uh, if you guys are on Twitch, make sure you go check out Mister Steal Your Dad's channel. And uh, if you aren't on Twitch, why not go check us out? T Bard five one nine five. All of our friends on Facebook and YouTube. Fantastic. And with that being said, Tyler, the main event is here. Will you please give us the reading for this amazing match? But of course, we had another round of the Face of the Revolution ladder match qualifiers with Ray Fenix taking on Lance Archer. The lightning quick high flying Ray Fenix caught Lance Archer off guard early uh, in the Face of the Revolution ladder match qualifier on Wednesday night. 
only to succumb to the punishing onslaught of his larger opponent heading into the commercial break. Archer dominated the competition throughout the timeout, shrugging off a flurry of chops and ragdolling Fenix to the guardrail at ringside. He added a flipping senton to, uh, that further drove Phoenix into the guardrail. Phoenix escaped an attempted blackout and delivered a 6-1-9 to the midsection, followed by a double stomp to the back of the head. Archer, though, recovered almost immediately and regained control back. That is, until he missed a big boot in, opening up, uh, in which he opened up the door for Phoenix to deliver a top rope kick to the face. However, unfortunately, Phoenix would miss a moonsault following with a cutter immediately for a two count. Archer answered with a fisherman buster for another two count. Phoenix chopped away at Archer and took off across the ring only to be met with a pounce by the much larger man. He followed with an incredibly powerful choke slam and a blackout for the much deserved victory. This was another incredible match. Uh, I am very excited to see Lance Archer being entered into that match here coming up uh, for uh, the pay-per-views that are approaching us. Um, I don't know if we still have Mr. Cross. I think he may have uh, lagged out. Uh, but personally, I think this was an incredible match. Again, these guys just tore it up. They were all of the matches throughout the rest of the night were so, so good. And uh, until Noah gets back, I'll just continue on my own going through this. I do want to remind everyone, though, everyone who's listening, uh, that we are going to be doing a... Oh, there's Noah. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to be switching roles coming into the future. I don't think we mentioned that at the top of the show. We did not. Um, I am going to be hosting the Crossome Wrestling Entertainment Podcast from the next episode on, unless we decide to change back. And Noah, as you can see by his baseball garb today, will be the host of the Baseball with the Bard podcast, uh, which you can watch usually about an hour before we go live on this show. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you go check it out. If you're hearing it on Baseball with the Bard first, make sure you come cross or come across, come watch the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Noah, what did you think of this match? Dude, wow. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, yeah. We know Ray Phoenix is great. We know Lance Archer is great. My favorite moment of this match might have been when uh, Phoenix jumped over Jake the Snake. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> when, yeah, Jake the Snake was basically standing on, you know how their ramp is. The ramp connects yeah. to the ring, and there's a staircase like that goes right to it, right? Yeah. The staircase goes right to it, and Jake the Snake was standing on that staircase, and Phoenix was behind him on the ramp, yep. and Archer was on the ground ringside, and Phoenix jumped over Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake didn't know this was happening, by the way. He just he only knew Phoenix was above him when he was above him. Right. And he was just like, and saw him land on Archer, and I mean, Jake the Snake is like six-something. Like, that's a, oh, yeah, he's big, a big boy. <laughs> dude. Um, and Phoenix is just clearing him and, and doing a dive onto him, and that awesome. the, the finish looked so clean absolutely absolutely that choke slam and then falled right into uh the blackout mm. Oh. Mm. oh man it was the, the, we knew this was gonna happen you put ray fenix in a ring with lance archer i mean of course it's gonna be an absolutely incredible yeah. match it's a shame that they're both not gonna be able to be in the ladder match but you know we can't have everyone we can't have all of the best wrestlers at the same time um but noah Holy cow, what an incredible night. Yeah, what a night. And Tyler, as I always say, being the marquee wrestling fans that we are, what would you give this evening out of five? 4.8. It wasn't perfect, yeah. but the uh, pay-per-view is going to be. 
Uh, so I can't give it five stars because uh, that pay-per-view is, I, I'm yeah. telling you right now that pay-per-view is going to be five stars. I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with like a four and a half. Um, and that's just personal reasons because of Britt Baker. So <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, let's hop into the preview of next week's episode on March 3rd, where we will see Shaq. Finally. Teaming up with Jade Cargill, taking on Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. Obviously, you all heard that right, by the way. For my viewers on Twitch who aren't wrestling fans, that is Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal, who is going to be stepping inside of a wrestling uh, wrestling ring. To fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no commentary here. He's fighting actual wrestlers, like tenured wrestlers. Can't wait. Can't wait. Absolutely. This next one here has got a big wow in it because we're going to see FTR and Tully Blanchard taking on the entirety of Jurassic Express. It's been 30 years. What? You know what? This, ma- <laughs> this match is going to be great. FTR is going to care. Obviously, FTR is going to put in work, right? Um, but I think they're going to really just bring in Tully for like special moments. Like Tully's oh, going to yeah. come in and get, get the pin or something or, you know, something no like that. No way they win this. You think FTR wins this I don't this know. Match? I, I, Not I, a chance in Oh, I swear to God. I sw- oh, they better. F- oh, they better not. I think well, here's the thing. Hear, hear me if out. For he, a second. If they pin Marco stunt, I'm going to punch the wall. Hear me out for a second. I think they win this in some hokey, stupid way because I, these two, these teams have to have some type of big blow off match in the future on a big stage and that's where it's going to matter i think this is going to be a little hokey win oh god you know, and, and tully's going to pin like marco or something no. i'm sorry i'm sorry no. and you know how much i love jurassic express it's i'm sorry i think that's what I, I just love marco's stunt i want marco's stunt too. to hold the aew world heavyweight championship i want marco's stunt on this show we'll say it every week marco until you get your ass on the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment podcast, so we can talk we about how much you too. love the big show and how much we, we love you. Of course, of course, Marco, uh, top t- top five wrestlers in AEW. Take that, everyone else. I don't know who I just kicked off of it, but uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, w- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who number five was, but get the hell out. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will see a ten man tag team match here where. Oh. Um, you skipped the best part of the night. I'm so- oh, I'm sorry. Chris Jericho and MJF are having a press conference. I apologize. I know Tyler's favorite is MJF. My mistake. Okay. Uh, they, yeah. So anyway, yeah, they're having a press conference regarding Revolution. So maybe we'll see what they have to say. About Papa what they Buck going to hit a super kick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tyler's calling his shot. All right. I was going to say, I think they're just going to address what the what they did to Papa Buck. Do you think they'll actually be there or they'll just join remotely? Maybe to, they'll to have sure. up in like a hospital bed or some shit like that. Um, and then the Bucks can come out and, and you know, tear the ring apart with Brandon okay. Cutler. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Fair enough. Uh, we'll have a 10-man tag match. Lots of action in this one. Goodness, we'll see the Dark Order take on Johnny Hungy. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> As I said, we'll see the Dark Order take on Matt Hardy, Private Party, and the Hybrid 2. Tyler, does Hangman Page give the Dark Order the advantage to win this match? 100%. 100%. He's going he's gonna to come out and hit a discus lariat on one of the members of TH2 to win this match for the Dark Order. Okay. I like it. I like it. 
and then there's more teams that are going to be announced for. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place in this preview of next week. Dark Orders 10 versus Max uh, Caster in a Face of the Revolution ladder match qualifier. So we'll oh, see one man. more addition here. Oh, it's going to be good. It's and then that good. would make it seem like we're not going to find out who the last person is because... uh, going into this match, which Noah, I know. This is this is wild times we're living in. The wrestling world is exploding. You already alluded to the fact that it could be this man. Maybe Paul White is the man who could be in here. I'm going to go out way out on a limb and say that we get Marty Skrull involved in this match. Yeah, I think he's back. He's back. He's in the ring. He's been cutting promos. He's been wrestling. Who's a better friend to Marty than the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. No one. So if we need, we don't need a wow factor, but it's AE freaking W. Of course they're going to have a wow factor. Marty, I, I see it. I see the future. You're going to be in this match. I feel it coming. I feel it coming. And no, Matt Hardy's not allowed to be in the ladder match. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Dad putting Matt Hardy. We can't have it. It's not allowed. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I like the big, bold predictions per usual. Uh, and there's more tag teams being announced for the tag team battle royal that will take place at Revolution. So, I mean, it's already stacked. So it's going to get even more stacked the more teams they add to it. So, yes, as we said, Revolution looks stacked. But we will leave the preview for next week. So do not miss it. Don't forget, Tyler will be hosting that for the first time. We're going to have the whole prediction crew here. Or at least try to. Absolutely. So next week will be a preview of AW's Revolution. We will follow that with the most recent episode of Dynamite or other way around. Order. Yeah, sorry. We'll start off with a quick review of Dynamite and then we'll go into the preview of Revolution. Uh, we'll jump into our predictions. We'll have the whole prediction crew here. We'll have a little bit longer episode as usual. So be ready for that. You don't want to miss any of the action. And a quick reminder here that we are not a market substitute for AW's Dynamite. Please go watch Dynamite every Wednesday live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the TNT Network. And if you love podcasts, be sure to visit CloverCrestMedia.com for a wide selection of great shows covering sports, business, relationships, pop culture, politics, and true crime. There are 28 shows on the hashtag CMG Network, and if you don't find one of your own, one you like, you can start one of your own. We can help you launch your podcast for as little as $15 per month. Visit CloverQuestMedia.com and make sure you check it out and tell your friends all about it. You can visit CloverQuestMedia.com and click on the link for the latest on your favorite CMG Sports podcast, as well as blogs, videos, and latest information. And with that being said, we thank you for joining us for this episode. We'll see you next week. Check out AEW every single Wednesday. I'm Noah Cross. That's Tyler Bard. And this was Crossum Wrestling Entertainment. Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast.